0: Back to the Pasta Brain Cell podcast, the show where we talk about shit and sometimes literal shit. I am your host, Exotic Minivans.
1: I am not your host, Lightfire53.
2: I am substituting for Grape Sandwich, EJ Sulevian.
3: Name changes every episode. This week's name has nothing to do with the topic at hand, but you may call me Annie May.
0: I would like to uh, give a very special shout out to our birthday boy, EJ Soybean. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! This is pretty Happy awesome. early birthday! Long. Hey. Yep. He. Uh, so, two of our hosts have birthdays literally three days apart, and we don't want to have two back-to-back birthday episodes. So, since Soybean's is first, we pushed his a month early, and then um, our other our other lovely co-host who has a birthday in early May, will have a very special birthday episode as well. So basically, this episode will be exactly the same as all the other episodes, except he got to pick the topic. So while we're holding out as long as we can to not talk about that topic, let's talk about this week in gaming. And this week in gaming, oh boy, Forza Horizon 5 released their Rally Adventure update. I just in my pants... Several times. Mm. It was so messy. good. Oh my God, it was. It was so a messy target. I, I wouldn't say that.: It was so wow. good. Uh, they, they call out turns, and that makes it different, and that makes me happy. One the call-outs? Yeah, they literally call out chickens, and you drive over chickens. It's very funny.
1: You don't drive um, over them. they happen to dive out of the way of the
0: vehicle just in time. I don't think so. I'm literally going over them. Like they are literally going under my bumper.
2: Poor those and, chickens.
0: Yeah. Even though they're like, you don't hit anything in this game. It's like, no, I I hit shit in this game. I like there's like wolves or coyotes. Um, hit them all the time. Yeah. Definitely murder. It was also chicken.
1: that bridge the other day.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> but it's been it's been very fun. Uh Lightfire and I have beaten about two thirds of it. Um, in the course of a week, I'd say about half. I don't know almost two thirds. Um, we got the three. Uh, Could we got the three? Sorry, we're done about then. half
1: of the races, but we're probably about two thirds of the total expansion offerings.
0: Yeah, it's been very fun. Um, I am about an hour away from beating Resident Evil Four VR. Shout out to Adam. Thank you again for the headset. Um, so all pretty much most of the problems have been fixed. Uh, with Ashley, I just tell her to wait every time I enter a new room. And I fight everything in there and then tell her to come in. So it solves that problem. I have a semi-automatic oh. rifle now. Solves that problem. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this last week. Motion controls, pretty terrible. It, they tell me for like quick time events, they're like, uh, swing your controller up, and I do, and it doesn't do the thing, and then I die, and then I have to watch a cutscene again. I'm not saying this because I'm angry. I'm not saying this because it happened. No, no, no. Just you know, just something that could happen. Uh, it's been it's been very fun. I've definitely chewed through more ammo this run than any other run. Like uh, I don't know if you guys have ever played or seen, but towards the end of the game, you fight these the probably the most notorious enemy from all of Resident Evil called the Regenerators. Oh, uh, They're very creepy. They regenerate. They bite you. Uh, you're supposed to have a sniper to kill them. And when it gave me the scope, it's like, all right, here's the scope. Go kill this guy. I literally had no sniper ammo. And I was like, well, shit. So I shot it in the face with a shotgun, shot it in the leg to knock it over, and then ran past it like a little bitch uh, until I could find some ammo. And, you know, once I found the ammo, it was great. But it took a little while for that to happen. So, yeah, still been jacking off to Forza Horizon 5 and RE4 VR. And it's been great.
1: All right. Well, I've been less sexy with mine. Uh, We've been, as it was mentioned earlier, uh, Forza Horizon 5 Rally Expansion. Um, I've also spent time with Destiny 2 this week. Uh, I spent time in Trials on Sunday. Um, I initially tried to do a little bit of flawless stuff, but I quickly gave up after, like, the first hour And then the moment that, you know, my ticket was no longer a flawless ticket, I suddenly had an easy time breezing to seven wins. Go figure. (laughs) But uh, my goal, I already have an Adept Whistler's whim, which was the Adept Weapon, the ultimate reward for getting Flawless. So I wasn't all I wasn't all that uh, upset because again I have like 3 of them. Um so I was like I'm just going to make use of the double experience uh to get up to rank 10 so I can get the PvE god roll for the little hot new SMG. Um I also got a couple decent uh, uh focused rolls. Uh, didn't get the PvP god roll of like rangefinder thread detector or whatever it is, but I have like dynamic sway and kill clip and uh perpetual and target lock or something so i mean i'm happy with them smgs aren't really my shtick anyway but yeah haven't done any assassin's creed odyssey yet this week um but i had a very busy week and my voice was dying today was my first day of not having a dead voice and i'm happy for it
0: oh i do have a quick thing i thought about buying rhyme But once again, it was not on sale. So I did not buy it.
2: In the developer. The fact that you thought, that tells me you're moving forward and the purchase might be happening pretty soon. You Uh, know what?
0: It actually almost did. I found a gift card, a Walmart gift card in my wallet. And I was like, wait a minute. And I checked how much was on it. And it was $25. And the game is $29.99. And I don't know this for sure, but I'm pretty sure if it's not an Xbox gift card, it won't let you split cards. But, I don't know. <clears throat> it will probably just it just be like, nope, can't do it. But I didn't try it because I was like, yep, I, I have an excuse to not play this puzzle game. So I uh, did not play the puzzle game. Although, I did read a bunch of the reviews, and there are also a bunch of other bitches in the world that are like, this game made me cry. like, oh, geez, It it
1: made me cry. A total game that that makes you cry. Oh, yeah, you
2: should have played the game.
0: You should have bought it for me.
2: FeeFinder.com.
0: FeeFinder.com sponsors this so I can play Rhyme.
2: (laughs) Please, FeeFinder. Please. We love you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. What about you, birthday boy?
2: So, yeah, uh, everyone knows that the new Legend of Zelda uh, Dream Drop Distance is coming out. I know that's not the name, but that's the name they the giving hold it. Hold on, hold it... on a
0: minute. Hold on, hold on. What the fuck did you just call it?
2: <laughs> Dream Drop Distance? I know it's, it's called glow. Tears of the Kingdom.
0: Do- but... Bro, they've got a Kingdom Hearts crossover? Dude, that's dope. I'm totally that would like be that legit,
2: now. right? Just running around with fucking Mickey shoes on and just you know slaying goblins. Um but yeah no. So I kind of wanted to replay Breath of the Wild. Um so that's what I've been doing the last couple of days. I you know wiped a dad off my game completely and I was like I'm never coming back to this. So I just restarted and been playing that. Um and I'm actually enjoying it again. Like it's like it's new feel for me because it's not really a game that I pick up too often. Um so I've been doing that. I had some military service to attend to this weekend so it really wasn't too much game playing like i normally do um but you know breath of the wild dream drop distance i'm I'm pretty excited Uh, i think i might get the new switch too the the one that that's coming out for uh i think it's like two days before it comes out on the 28th of april it comes out this new switch so i'm pretty excited about it i mean it's not really too much of a difference it's just another decal but if you got money right fuck it so I'm just saying, fuck it, and I'm closing out the chapter and having another OLED Switch running around. So that'll be my third Switch, which is great. You know, if you have the money, you should buy rhyme. I know. I, I thought about it, <laughs> but I feel like until Exotic buys it, I don't have the right to buy it.
0: You know what I mean? You know what? Yeah. That's going to be Lightfire's birthday request. It's going to be a big rhyme fest. He's like, everyone has to pay twenty nine 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 plus plus tax. Go buy Ryan. You told me, you me that I couldn't make you pay
1: time. money for uh for the upcoming thing that we are gonna do.
0: <laughs> Did you have anything else, uh, Soybean?
2: No, I'm good. My my weekend okay. my week
0: has been just military. Okay. All right. Uh, Andy then.
3: Yeah. So for the most part, this past week I've been uh, playing the game of life because some of us work, um, and some of us have jobs. <laughs> Is only some of us what Lightfire would. Lightfire and Exotic would both say. Um, I've probably played some Destiny in the last week. I think I did the raid at some point, probably last Tuesday. So that was cool. Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, Got the first challenge done. So that was fun. Um, We've been working on increasing our Guardian rank This week is the final mission of the Lightfall campaign, like the weekly rotator mission, where you have to fight Callus. And there's also like a 30 to 45 minute heavily scripted war right before that. So we decided that we're going to skip out on doing that requirement until next week, because uh, screw that. Because we'd have to do that mission three times, and it would probably take no less than an hour each time. Not counting wipes. And it'd be on, like, 1830 difficulty and this and that. So, you know, Lightfire and I mutually decided against it.
4: Yeah, We both we also said we later. were going to do...
3: Yeah, we said we were going to do Vow this week as well, but Light, Lightfire has finally I went and got his... Yeah, I was like, he's finally went and got his Vow clear, which I'm happy for him. I just haven't been on much because work really kind of buggered me this week i also played terraria for like 10 minutes at 3 a.m with a friend who i gifted the game to um but we were both very very tired because like i said it was after a late night of working and uh, so i was like trying to teach them a little bit of how to play the game but we were both like falling asleep at the wheel so i was like we'll, we'll just do this another time so i might do that again at some point that was fun i guess it looks like yeah Based on my uh, most recently o- opened apps on my Xbox, it looks like that was actually the last thing I did, and that was like Thursday of last week.
1: So I just pretty much haven't been on since. Um, you sent me a sad cat face on on uh, Xbox the other day. And I was like, is that a... Do you want me to be on, or is that a...
3: That was I checked to see if you were online on my phone, because I was going to hop on if you were still on, but if not, then I wasn't going to bother... And then I think it was like two minutes after I left. No, it said it said last active like 38 minutes ago. So I was like, I'm just going to surprise him with a cat picture the next time he uh, opens his Xbox. And uh, I guess you saw that like immediately.
1: (laughs) Yeah, my phone pings me every time somebody sends me something on Xbox. Ah, I was worried that might happen. But
3: uh, (laughs) yeah, so you got a picture of a cat cheesing. Oh, yes, gaming related, but. Not technically gaming. I started working on a cosplay today uh, for a convention that I'm going to be going to in the summer. I'm hoping to go to a few cons this year in our local area. I don't have like the funds or the time or anything to go to like any big cons yet. But I am going to be working on a cosplay for Chai from Hi-Fi Rush. He's the main character. He has like
4: Ooh, a
0: send He's supposed me to me a tracker. picture. Send me a picture. What <laughs> I want to
3: On my uh, on my Twitter, actually, I have like an ongoing progress thread of well, how I'm building the cosplay. I know. Uh, today, today though, I started by, like, I started building uh, his axe. Which, for those who don't know, Chai is this character who essentially gets like surgical implants to work for. The Vandalay Technologies Company, and he thinks he's gonna get like some cool stuff out of it. And he basically was gonna be like a trash slash like scrap metal pickup person. Um, but there's like a technical glitch, so his iPod was like infused into his heart or something. Anyways, the the man is like has crippling ADHD and syncs literally everything he does up to music. Uh, that's important though, because his magnetic powers he uses to summon like a makeshift guitar that he beats a bunch of robots to ever-loving hell with. So I'm working right now on the guitar because I think that's the thing that's going to take me the longest, followed by the metal arm I'm going to work on second, and then I'll probably just buy the costume from a company that's already made the costume and make whatever adjustments I need. But Mm -hmm. today was doing the research. um, His axe... As I'm going to call it, is heavily based on the Gibson Flying V series of guitars. So I looked up blueprints, um, schematics, yeah, um, measurements for that specific style of guitar. And then I uh, had like a recent purchase that had like a large cardboard box. So I went and traced the. Well, I didn't have anything to trace. I freehanded it, re- realistically speaking, with like a ruler and whatnot. But the specifications that I was able to find and do research for online, and I now have a cardboard cutout outline of like that, the real version of the guitar. So from there, I think I'm going to keep the cardboard that I used for the bass, the V of the body of the guitar, and build the axe out from there. The part that I have that's currently for the neck um, and the like top of the guitar, I am probably going to trash and use PVC pipe to make the neck of the guitar, as well as some other things. Because I do want it to have that improvised looks like it's made out of scrap metal kind of look. I will uh, send you but... PVC pipe is round and fretboards are flat. Yes, but his guitar, like I said, it does not look like a real guitar. I was using the real world equivalent of the guitar as like a starting point and I'm going to make it look more like it's made out of scrap metal from there. like the specific in-game reference images that I have show that the neck is mostly made out of like like a thin metal pipe so I'm just going to find either gray PVC or get PVC and just spray paint it whatever color I need it to be to make the neck. Yeah, I'll send some pictures of what it's supposed to look like and my progress so far.
4: Well, that'll be But it was,
3: yeah, it was several hours. Like, I think I probably spent, like, between the research, drawing, redrawing, erasing, drawing again measuring five times over, re-looking at my references to make sure it's right, and then cutting the thing out and all of the issues that I had with that. Probably like five or six hours of work today. So it uh, it's definitely going to be a thing I'm going to have to work on mostly on my days off. I think tomorrow I'm going to go running around Home Depot looking at their, uh, their washers, their scrap stuff, and uh, get some ideas and some inspiration from that, as well as... Just looking at my options of how I can make this
4: thing.
0: Yeah. So um, so uh, for the uh, boys who know what a Cartoon Network is, I have some incredible news for you. Tell um, me. In 2025, uh, they're currently taking votes right now. They are going to make a crossover episode between two different shows and they have all the shows and all the synopsis this is that are potentially going to be made into a crossover. And I would like to know which ones or which one you guys would like to be made into a crossover. So I will tell you the names of the shows that are going to be crossed over and tell me which one, you know, you think you'd like the best. And I'll read you the synopsis. Because this is incredible. I read all of these, and, they, and most of them are pretty good. There's a couple of duds in here. So the first potential one is um, the, uh, Flapjack and Adventure Time. Be the first one. Regular Show Encourage, a Cowardly Dog. The Amazing World of Gunball and Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Ed, Nnedi, and Steven Universe. Craig of the Creek and Codename Kids Next Door, Teen Titans and Total Drama Island, The Grim Adventures of Scooby-Doo, or
4: We Bear Bears and Chowder? Which one would you like to see? Huh. That's a good question.
3: That did not go the way I expected it to go. Those are some... Really strange picks overall. Like the potentials.
2: Um, well, the kids next door is, in, and I'm not saying this is the one I want, but the kids next door and Crack from the Creek—they have like this whole like hierarchy in the Creek that I could see it like kind of like infusing with Kid Next Door, but it wouldn't be like because they're not fighting adults; they're other kids. So I don't know how they would put that mm-hmm. together. Like that was
0: mm. well. Like last night, I read the one to lay fire for Teen Titans and Total Drama Island, and that one is really bad. It's, I mean, that
3: sounds horrible. How would... Is it the original or is it more so like Teen Titans Go?
0: Uh, I think it's the original, it doesn't say go. Okay. Um, but it you would think like they have it that the Total Drama Island people are going into the Teen Titans world and trying to like fight supervillains, which is weird, and then both light fighter and i agreed it would make more sense if you turned it around and had teen titans doing like stupid survivor challenges like that would be absolutely
1: that Uh, would be absolutely better but no they do that's what i was that was not how they did
3: it nope that's what i was thinking they would do and that's why i was thinking it was probably the go titans because that's more the go titan style comedy though there is a few moments that are not unlike that in the original series, the more comedic filler type episodes, rather than the main continuity.
2: Interesting. Off the home of Imaginary Friends and Amazing World of Gumball. It just seems like that would be that's something that would happen because Amazing World of Gumball just has like a dinosaur and then Bigfoot running around. So yeah, it's
0: it's pretty good. That one's actually pretty good. And keep in mind, most of these always end up. You know, because we haven't seen the episode yet, of course, but they're always, like, they learn the power of friendship in, like, most of these. Um, yeah, the one for Fosters isn't pretty, per- isn't too bad. I Personally, my choice would be regular show Encourage a Cowardly Dog.
3: Yeah, I like that mix-up a lot. That was Scooby-Doo, and what was Scooby-Doo crossing over with again?
0: Uh, Billy and Mandy. That one basically yes. is... That one sounds. That sounds. The game right, The gang goes to Endsville. I won't read it because I've read it a couple times. The game goes to Enzville, and um, basically the world is about to end because of Grimm's arch nemesis, the Boogeyman. But you also see some Scooby Doo villains. Uh, but ultimately, it's the Boogeyman that's controlling them, and then they all work together to beat the shit out of Boogeyman. And um, God, they they say something that made me laugh. Let me see. It said um. Uh, with the help of Scooby Doo's trademark bravery and Billy and Mandy's irreverent humor, they defeat the boogeyman and save the world once again. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, the one for the one for uh, regular show encourage courage. Basically, more kind of Rigby gets sucked into an arcade machine, um, and they you know see you encourage know, and use and Muriel. And they're like, oh, we actually also got sucked into this arcade machine. And they see a bunch of villains from both shows. But then even they all team up, including the villains. So they're like, oh shit, we got to get out of here. And they beat this ultimate like force to get out and go back to their regular worlds. And I'm like, that one's actually pretty cool. That's not so far out of what regular show and Courage already did. Like, Courage got sucked into his computer to... Give God to give the computer virus like soup or whatever to make the computer feel better. Yeah, so I mean, I'm like, yeah, yeah that's they've, fine.
3: yeah, Mordecai. It's like one of the earlier episodes. Mordecai and Rigby go up against um, a rogue arcade machine mm-hmm. that, like, is literally just like it's an arcade program designed to, like, literally
0: end the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's like, yeah, that's fine. Um so that'd be personally my pick um the one for gumball is isn't too bad i think let's see are there portals in gumball
2: <laughs> there's a there's anything in gumball the, the, that that show is, is just yeah show. Okay. gumball
0: well, this, is nuts well i'll, I'll And gumball has
2: very meta humor yeah
0: okay because i haven't seen it i'll actually read this one because i don't quite remember i remember it being pretty good one day Gumball and Darwin stumble upon a mysterious portal that takes them to Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. They are greeted by Mac and Blue, who are surprised to see visitors from outside their world. Gumball and Darwin are fascinated by the imaginary friends and want to learn more about them, but trouble arises when a mischievous imaginary friend named Cheese accidentally unleashes chaos in Elmore. Cheese's antics cause cheese. both- <laughs> Yes, yeah, said the same thing. Cheese's <laughs> antics causes all sorts of problems for Gumball, Darwin, and the imaginary friends, including causing a giant food fight in the school cafeteria and turning the Watterson's house into a giant cheese sculpture. As chaos reigns in Elmore, the gang must work together to come up with a plan to contain Cheese's chaos and send him back to Foster's home for imaginary friends. In the end, Gumball and Darwin learn valuable lessons about the importance of responsibility and teamwork, while Mac and Blue gain new appreciation for the outside world. As the portal closes and Gumball and Darwin prepare to return home, they bid farewell to their new friends and promise to visit again soon. That's not bad. I mean,
2: yeah, it's cute, but
0: I would have liked cheese.
3: The villain is a brilliant move because it it reminds me of the 2000 Scooby-Doo movie. Like, the live-action one where they made Scrappy do the villain, because, like, essentially as a reference to how much people just couldn't fucking stand that character in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Like, it's... I feel like it's the same thing. They're making Cheese the villain because no one likes like Cheese.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know. I think it, I think it would be... Well... Fuck.
4: I'm just... blah blah,
0: blah. I think... It would have been cool to have like Terrence as the villain. I don't know. Cause, you know, he was, he was, he was just a shitty big brother. And then he's like, what are these freaks? <laughs> you know, looking like pointing out Gumball and Darwin. Um, and it just starts a whole thing. I don't know. What do I know? I'm not a cartoon writer.
4: You could be if you try it, it Yeah. <laughs> That's your next product.
1: After yeah. This right. podcast is done
2: with
1: a, a cartoon.
2: <laughs> I
3: might have already asked this, but what did Ed Ed and Eddie crossover with?
0: Steven Universe.
3: Uh, yeah, I feel like that one's gonna win, maybe, because people people just really, really,
1: really love Steven Universe. It The thing I find about crossovers is that if you don't have similar art styles, they can be horrific when they do collide, like If you take a look at like Jimmy Neutron and Timmy Turner, Timmy Turner looks horrific in those, uh, in that 3D world.
0: No worse than Jimmy Neutron. I mean, everyone looks horrible in that 3D style.
1: Exactly. Like, so, like, I feel like it's going to be jarring from what I've seen between Steven Universe and Ed Ed and Eddie that it feels like that that would be be very jarring.
0: Well, I think they are going to redo the art style and make it like. Uniform, like, a mid-
3: find a middle ground, yeah.
0: Yeah. Because they even, like, for their promotional, like, 30th anniversary photo, whatever, cover photo on Facebook, they, like, redrew all the characters in the same style. They made everyone look different. Except for, like, the really modern characters.
3: I'm sorry, but, like, I'm just cracking up because, like, I, I-, I am a queer person, Um and Steven Universe has been... Um, considered to be like a really important watershed show for queer representation. Um, it's one of the first ones that Cartoon Network allowed and this and that. But like, Eddie's such a strange choice because I feel like like Eddie specifically is like the type of person to use slurs. So I'm just like, how is he going oh. to interact with all of these <laughs> them? Like
0: I think so what happens, I think, is that Stephen. Because there's absolutely no like most of them were they found a portal because they can't think of anything. Steven Universe, I think, takes a portal into the cul de sac. And then Eddie's like, Oh shit, you make gems? Can you make a fake gem? And we'll just sell it to the kids. And then that fake gem like spawns a gem monster and then they learn I, I think they said something like, uh, the Eds and Steven learned about the uh importance of taking responsibility for your actions and I'm like, Oh brother, and then somehow the Eds help Steven defeat this gem monster. And then they're like, okay, bye. And then they leave. And it's like, I don't know. Steven Universe and NNA is not even like in the top three. I think Regular Show and Courage has the most. Uh, the Grim Adventures of Scooby-Doo is in second. And then Flapjack Adventure Time is in third.
2: But I can see the Scooby-Doo and Billy and Mandy combination. Like, because of the, the shenanigans that they both get into and how like the Scooby Doo gang will be like oh we're gonna unmask a villain and it's not an unmasking he actually is a villain which will be very did hilarious. that on the Island.
3: what's but... in the uh, last place out of curiosity
0: uh we bear, we bear bears and chowder
2: yeah it's a bad combo
0: which that actually uh we bear bears is currently on the tournament beat out chowder
2: really uh, going,
0: yeah we bear bears beat out chowder saying? Uh, Gumball beat out Courage, Adventure Time beat out Steven Universe, and Teen Titans beat out with the Powerpuff Girls. So we're down to the final four.
3: What are the final four?
0: Adventure Time, Teen Titans, and then Gumball and Wee Bear Bears. Gumball's going to beat Wee Bear Bears. And I think because the cult following behind Teen Titans, they might win. I don't know, man. Adventure Time's pretty big. If, if yeah. it beat out Scooby-Doo, I mean...
2: I love Adventure. I love Adventure Time. Like that's one of my favorite shows. I, I, I mean, I also like the Universe.
0: If it was my choice to be Justice League,
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love Justice League. It's just it's I just I don't know. I just I want a Justice League down, Teen yeah. Titans crossover. Yeah, that would be. Um, <laughs> I think didn't they? I thought
3: they did in the they DC animated did. universe. Yeah, I feel like yeah.
0: they did. Man, they do you guys? Love. Do you guys remember? And I apologize. No. Yes. We're talking to- yeah, I know. Like fire, I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you remember the alien crossovers that happened? Like we're like there was a whole month in two thousand seven where they had five of their top rated shows all have alien specials and they all like the aliens between all of them all wanted cheese. It's very strange. I watched a video about it that someone just released. I was like, Oh yeah, I remember that. It was Ed and Eddie, um, Foster's Grim and Man- uh Billy and Mandy, uh Dying sorry, Annie's favorite show, My Gym Partner is a Monkey and Um Camp Laszlo. If I haven't already said Camp Laszlo. Um yeah. I watched a few of them and they're they're pretty bad. <laughs> but yeah, it was very, very strange. Ugh. Hmm? Uh, so I guess only I remember it. All right. Cool.
2: Yeah, I'm going to say I, I
0: don't remember that at all. I'm
2: sorry. Not ringing a bell. No, I might you might have to send me bad. that
0: video.
4: Okay. You should feel bad. Uh, again, I, I'm pretty sure I'm the only one with the excuse of not. Well, yeah.
0: We... Well, you need to watch it name a, and we need to watch Reboot. Like, it's a mission <laughs> across the podcast.
2: He needs to watch that show called Forget About It, or...
0: Oh, hey, forget about my it. God. I am stuck on, there's this one episode that like I found and I like refuse to finish it because I want to lose it again. I like, like I have it on like Hulu or whatever we're watching it on. It starts off with them driving with a wardrobe and then the wardrobe flies off and because uh, they, they find a horse, the dude finds a horse is trying to keep up with it with his car. And then the next scene, you see Cookie, the wife, trying to lift this wardrobe, and and the husband's like, "Oh yeah, you know, I named this uh, I named this horse after you." And she's like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm calling it Cookie's fucking wardrobe because that's all you talked about all the way home." <laughs> and then the Canadian officer walks up with his horse, and it's like, "Oh wow, what a lovely horse! What's his name?" And they're like, "Cookie's fucking wardrobe." And they're like, "He's like, well, yes, it's a lovely wardrobe, but what's the horse's name?" It's like, "No, its name is Cookie's fucking wardrobe." It's like. No, no, no! Oh, you're the you named the horse cookies flub flub wardrobe. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you should watch it's it. A show. It's a
4: great gave, it's a great.
0: Yeah, they gave the uh Canadian officer a huge dick. Yes. So,
2: yeah, they the, uh, huge dick. Yes. So,
0: yeah, they called it just babies. hangs.
2: <laughs> yeah, it just hangs in between. It's, <laughs> it's like does... a third leg down there. It's like
0: yeah, dude, it goes like uh, halfway down. Also, this hold leg. on, like, is this some children's show or? No it's, I, no, it's an adult animated show. It's about okay. uh, a mafia family that um, moves to Canada because they snitched on their uh, mafia brethren. So, <clears throat> it's pretty funny. Uh, you know, it's very Canadian. It is extremely Canadian. I'm surprised you haven't watched it. I
1: mean, if they're hung, then they must be uh, true, to, uh, true to life. <laughs> yeah, I
2: mean, he... It's right there. Like there's one episode that he wear he wore underwear on and like you don't see it because he's wearing underwear. But then the one episode when he, you know, he's like, I'm gonna take my underwear off. And then he takes it off and then it's like for the rest of the episode, you're like, damn, what the hell? Like that dude is just you know, I don't do that, but I was like, Jesus Christ, that baby leg he has going down there is just
4: It's <laughs> it even longer?
0: Is it even yeah. longer? Oh no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh no
2: yeah 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 put that in the chat for everyone else to experience that one. Oh dude. <laughs> wait
0: wait did you no I don't I don't want to google it oh oh my god like that's any worse than you, you
2: were you were willing to google blippy last week but you're not willing to google this oh cause the moment you type in blippy it automatically auto populates took a shit on
0: friend like it's just like which that's- by the <laughs> way, I I I played that part for my wife and you laughing made her lose it because you knew you knew the <laughs> moment I started talking about it, she knew she was like, Oh my god, he knows Oh, <laughs>
4: I knew.
2: I do, exactly when you guys were talking. I was just like, Oh, I knew that.
4: gonna say when right it was coming. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're like, hmm, I wonder if he's going to, did he just watch the show? Because if he just watched the show, I'll bring it up. Oh, I was going to bring it up. If no one was going to say it, I was going to be like, so, do you guys know that he defecated
2: on somebody? And I just wanted <laughs> to see the pure reaction of like, wait, he did? And I'm like, let me show you. Like, that's oh, what I wanted to no. do. I, but I didn't even <laughs> watch you. the show.
0: Nope. I, that was the first thing. That's what I started with. I didn't even get blessed by actually starting with the children's content. No, no. <laughs> Let me induct oh. you to
2: human species. really
0: <laughs> Well, speaking of which, guys... You, you feces? No, yeah, I'm going to Oh, yeah. feces. Yes. I got <laughs> Netflix back. Oh. All so, right. Yeah. Now you can watch One Piece. Sure. Um, or bring back everyone's favorite part of the podcast the Netflix kid Show of the Week.
4: Yeah. Now, this week,
0: because it is the soybean birthday bash. I asked him what show I should watch. Soybean, what show did I watch? It's called Tayo the Little Bus. It sure is. Tayo the Little Bus. Now, this show was released in 2016. They only had season 3 and 4, so I did not watch the pilot. I'm sorry. Did not do my due diligence. I watched the first episode of season 3. And boy this show is a doozy i texted soybean after watching it and i told him that this show is problematic (laughs) it's it's got some things going on so some notes I made first off the intro is a minute 15. that's too long don't do that narrator show yeah that's really long yeah it's yeah yeah it's really bad so there's a woman named hannah she's mechanic uh she shows the buses there's four of them. I didn't learn any of their names cuz they don't say them out loud ever. So like I don't I don't know. Um there's a red one, a blue one, a green one and a yellow one. The green one's a dick. Oh, green one's,
2: ones. Green <laughs> one is the such, worst one there. The red a
0: one <laughs> is a
2: reincarnation of another bus. Oh my that gosh. That died. There's lore? Oh no. Oh, there's lore. There, my daughter watched this show from top to finish, and I know. I, I don't know their names because I know Tile, the blush. The, and then there's the yellow one who's annoying as hell. But then there's some buses that live out of the city. And then there's, there's like different. There, it's just it's a lot.
0: There's. Dude, the green one bullies the yellow one super hard. It was very funny. I was laughing my ass off. I was like, how did they get away with this? That green one is such an asshole. But <laughs> like. I, I made a that. note of that. I like on the second episode, skipping ahead, I just said, who are these buses? They have no personality. And then I just wrote, Man, the green bus is a total dick. <laughs> 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 so season three, episode one. You start off with Hannah the mechanic. Um, she has a tablet that can track where the buses are at all times, and the buses are totally fine with this. They're like, oh, that's great. You just can just know where we are at all times. Uh something to note, this car it's it's supposed to look like cars, kind of. Um, uh, the eyes are their lights and the mouths are their grills, which mm-hmm. would seem okay, but the dubbing on their mouths is not good. Like they their mouths don't move right. And I thought that was just yeah, I thought that was just a a car thing, but even Hannah when she talks, her mouth doesn't move properly, like it doesn't move enough. So like she'll just have a big smile on my face on my face. She'll have a big mm-hmm. smile on her face and go like, oh, that's great. And it's like, you're you're not you're, okay. Um so something interesting. Dealerships are treated like foster homes in this universe. cars Full of unloved children. Seriously, they're saying there, they're like, I hope I get adopted today. <laughs> I hope my family <laughs> finds me today. <laughs>
4: Jesus. So, so. Could you imagine four... if you
1: heard that every time you passed your, uh, a dealership? And
4: like, a whole bunch of business
1: saying, me?
0: "Please, can please I save Can I me? join your family?" <laughs> um. So, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. Cars get adopted in this universe. A four-person family. So we're following these four cars. Um, and one of them is based on a Fiat 500. Um, so two seater, very small, four person family chooses the 11 seat bus, and they're like, This is big enough for our family. I forgot to mention, here's where it gets problematic. So, I mean. the little Fiat 500 is brown, no one wants the brown car. No, nope. um, uh, I, I said, Of course, the brown car doesn't get picked, it only has two seats. A lady literally walks up and says, I do not like your color. Oh, man. <laughs> that's who. Yeah, that's. that's mm. Um, so. So, that's the brown, yeah. so the brown car decides because she didn't get bought. Uh, she's like, oh, I'll just go drive out my you know, on the road um, and keeps fucking up. So they're going to portray the brown car to be the one fucking up. No other card is brown, by the way. Did not find a single other one. Um, but uh, Hannah is very helpful because Hannah, um, you know, Hannah is a mechanic, so she helps. She helps out the brown card get out of a tight situation. Um, Hannah goes through. Was a she smuggling drugs? No oil. Although, uh, although the brown card did stalk Hannah, and Hannah is totally okay with this. Like, she literally admits to it, and she's like, "Oh, that's cute." What's your name? Oh, my name is Hearts. Oh, I'm here. Yes. yes, her name so, is Hart. Yep. <laughs> so, so then um, Teo breaks down or like pops a tire, and re- I forgot to mention this: the four buses at the beginning of the episode were like, "Oh yeah, close your shop for a day; nothing will happen." Then something happens, and he's like, "Why did we close the shop for the day?" Um, they buy a she buys a giant bus tire. A taxi is like, nah, man, my truck's not big enough to take that. But then Hart comes up, the little Fiat 500. It's like, yeah, I've only got two seats. I've got room for this. I'm like, no, you don't. Of course, they don't show her putting the tire inside the car. No, 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 no. It just disappears. So they're talking. Uh, the little phone tablet thing dies. And of course, she has a slot in, inside of her <laughs> uh, that is the perfect size to charge this tablet phone. Um, and then Hannah's like, Oh, well, thank you so much, Hart, for being so helpful. And Hart's like, Well, you know, nobody really loves me or anything. She's like, Oh, well, I know how to fix that. And they paint her pink, so and then they adopt her. So the last thing I wrote down here was, Everybody likes her now because she isn't brown anymore. She Man, this show, show is a imp- boo imagine Ooh. watching all
2: five seasons because there's five seasons of that <laughs> and my daughter we were going to buy her the tile set like the whole set of the buses and stuff like that and they're like 30 dollars a bus oh no that's how big these are like you would think that it is not that big of a show but there's a cult following for they go in space there's a space princess version of anna who lives out in space and they <laughs> literally attach rockets and then launch
0: themselves into space. So, think about that. There's a, it, it's just, I saw that in the intro. They uh, like attach rockets uh, to themselves in the intro for some reason, not to go to space, but just to fly around. I'm like, man, what kind of show is this? And then we're just following, you know, the little foster child. And then the, the next episode... it was annoying.
2: Like his voice is just, for me, it's just, I can't, I, I it's can't. It's pretty bad. He complains and nags the whole time, but I feel like if you don't have a child, you should watch it anyway to prevent your child from watching something like this.
0: Yeah, it was, it was pretty. It's pretty bad. Um, the um, uh, the next episode, the green bus like screams at heart, which is very funny. He's like. None of this would have happened if you weren't here. Like I forgot what happened. But <laughs> I was like, "Damn, oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> well, the like green establishing might...
1: childhood childhood green, uh, green... trauma.
0: I guess the green bus might be my favorite character because he's just a dick for no reason. It's amazing. Is he like um, an old
1: bus or no? No, the they're all as,
0: the same age as everyone else. Although I guess people age because the bus died, but like. Doesn't yeah. like
2: It was one of the older bus. He um so weird. He needed to get decommissioned. And <laughs> that's when Anima was here. And Anima was like, Oh man, I'm gonna miss him. So she had his chip. So here comes the red bus. He comes and he says something to her that the other bus that got decommissioned said. And she looked at him and goes, but she didn't like it wasn't like 100% stated that he was re reincarnated and the regular bus Reincarnated? But you could tell you could you could tell that that dude was definitely brought over like he was he remembered stuff that the older bus he was like I don't know why but I just remember this path yeah because you died and you came back like that's just basically they took him to the junkyard and he died like that that was to me he transitioned on and his transition was to the red bus. And yeah, that's there's there's a lore behind this show. And they're like you should watch it. Light, you should watch it, and Marianne, you should definitely watch it.
0: Don't don't do it. Just trust me. I, I know you want them to, but it's really bad. <laughs> and and, and <laughs> it's really bad. But like so I have it, I have it in fourth. I put it in fourth. It's beneath Kitty Cats, but above Gecko's Garage, because Gecko's Garage is just intolerable. This is almost intolerable. It's pretty. I I think I watched slightly more of this than I did Gecko's Garage, um, but like at least Kitty Cats was like decently fun to watch. It was just the catchphrase that killed me. <laughs> so um, me wow, yeah me wow me wow me wow. Although, okay. I had faithfully being, I thought this show you were sending me, I thought you were, like, using this as, like, the trash truck, like, you know, knock it off the pedestal, but no. No.
4: No.
1: Yeah, we gotta no. got make it all the way to August then, so I can re- I recommend a child show to you.
0: If it's on Netflix. This
1: is <laughs> bad, no, no I'm just serious. Like, but I also it, have Canadian was... Netflix, which is not the same as American Netflix.
0: Well, it might be VPN. I don't, don't even know
1: if Netflix make it into any version of Netflix yeah, if you have if a
0: VPN which now we should mention that this show is actually sponsored by Express Nord VPN um, Express Nord VPN all right, takes, the, takes the uh, takes you know the VPN for both services uses them at the same time so you have a Super VPN and SVPN um, you can watch things in Super China Super Canada and uh, Super America Super VPN Express Nord VPN don't Find forget tonight. all the
2: super animes from Super Japan.
1: Don't
0: forget all
2: the Feet Finder picks, unt- <laughs> Untraced. Watch that Untraced. They they won't know. They won't. Know they what won't you. know. But your wife will.
1: <laughs> you can also look at the
2: blurry Feet Finder picks from China. Yeah, yeah, they're <laughs> pixelated. But if you look, if you squint hard enough, you may see a toenail.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> so um, so yeah, Teo the little bus. Boy, I feel so sorry for you. You should have watched Trash Truck. Trash Truck way better. Even Kitty Cats, not bad. If you can stand the them getting in formation and me wow me wow me wowing. <laughs> uh, unless you want to watch Octonauts, don't please don't. Unless if I want to watch Octonauts, please don't watch Oct Octonauts.
2: Yeah, don't just don't watch Octonauts. That's another one that you just don't need to watch. Oh, okay.
3: The one that I recommended to you a while back, I've been told, is phenomenal. So,
0: Well, I might need to watch Octonauts first, and then... because you know, No, I, I, just I like want garbage. you
2: to rinse your palate and watch something good, and then I want you to watch
0: Octonauts. Well, I did I did dab in a trash truck for a little bit today, and that episode, uh, Trash Truck wanted to learn how to dance like a ballerina, and got <laughs> this giant skirt to put around him. And they're like, well, dang, who knows how to dance? And uh, Hank, the little kid, his sister, knows how to dance. And then they have this recital on stage, got this little girl in this giant trash truck doing all these dances. The trash truck does jump. And I think my personal favorite touch was, um, there. you know, everyone's in the audience and you've got the raccoon, you've got Hank, and you got Walter the Black Bear and... Walter actually broke the seat, like it's literally on the ground, and when he stands up, it's still, it's just broken. And I was like, that's funny. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs>
4: <laughs> they just allow this to happen, but um, yeah. So, so I mean, why
0: don't you take it away for our topic? What are we going to be talking about this week?
4: Not
2: only will I take it away, I'm going to put it away. So we are going to talk about something that I feel like outside of gaming, right? Where you feel like, oh, what kind of personality you are? I'm a hentai. I mean, oh my god, no.
4: (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Soybean, with
3: all due respect, Jesus did not die on the cross for this. (laughs)
4: <laughs> I meant okay. to say This it. <laughs> is
3: the biggest Freudian slip I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Happy Easter Sunday to everyone except you. <laughs>
4: I what makes better
1: I've been joking about how we've been going to have a hentai episode. He's like, I don't watch hentai. I don't watch hentai. <laughs> That's the slip.
4: <laughs> okay, all right. Let
0: me, let me get the tears out of my eyes. Oh, oh no. I Now y'all, no, I y'all know how I was.
3: Yeah, now, <laughs> now y'all know how it was last week when we were talking about Blippi.
4: <laughs> this is
3: what it felt like. I have
0: not heard you laugh that hard in years. I don't, I don't know if I've ever heard you laugh that hard ever frankly.
3: Oh, I'm sure you have. It's just, like, my lungs aren't what they used to be, so I literally <sighs> stopped breathing.
1: How oh, You are an actor. Your lungs must be, like, better than they
4: were.
3: Yes, but I was sick last <gasps>
1: week, so I was uh, struggling.
4: Let's
2: redo it. Let... No, no,
1: oh, no. We're all
0: we'll that in. That's... that's...
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: staying
2: in. that is that is not the topic that we're going over we are talking about anime which is basically almost the same thing depending on who's listening to it on the other side of the room um You're talking about me <laughs> maybe uh so we're watching anime i don't know if the theme came out when anime came in announced their name today. Uh, but yes, our theme today is anime. So I kind of made a list of different genres of different anime, and I had everyone go through it and make their own. So, there's a little caveat. There's one of us who has not cleansed his palate with certain anime genres. He's still virgin to it, and we're going to induct him the proper way by telling him we're just having him listen, and we're going to go over our top seven of, of the list that I gave out. So since I am El Birthday Boy, I want
0: anime to go first.
4: Oh All my right. god,
0: hold on. I just got that.
4: Annie May, <laughs> okay. Sorry, I know that took me way too
0: long. <laughs> Incredible, Annie May. My favorite
3: episode already. Uh... I'm so much fun.
0: <laughs> I scrolled up
3: too far. I was trying to look at the genres again, and I accidentally found a picture of Greg Heffley smiling, and it just says "She Greg on my Heffley until my kid go wimpy." I guess that's a meme (laughs) we sent last week in the chat. Oh, right. Yes. Oh, no. Okay.
4: This happened. Oh, man. So,
3: since Soybean didn't list off the genres that we were able to choose from for this, I will go ahead and do that, which is adventure, action, comedy, slice of life, drama, fantasy, supernatural, magic, mystery, horror, psychological, sci-fi, and lastly, romance. Sounds about right. So let's start with adventure. Anyone who knows me already knows which one I'm going to go with here. And that is One Piece. <laughs> so One Piece is we the go. story of a kid girl who, who eats, eats the whole fruit. World. Something like that. Is that a story of a boy, though? It's a boy. He uh, is on an island, and he eats a fruit. This fruit gives him the qualities of rubber, essentially, so he's super stretchy. Um, he can deflect bullets that shoot through him. Like, that shoot him. That He just, like, bounces them back. Uh, he can do all kinds of really silly, dumb things with his powers um, there's other people that also eat fruits in this world. That's not super important. But he basically decides that he wants to find this treasure that's been missing for about 30 years now that was left by the first person to sail the entire One Piece world named uh, Gal D. Roger. And whenever he was finally captured by the government and sentenced to death somebody basically asked, like, yo, where's your treasure at? And he was like, oh, well, yeah, I left everything in one spot, so uh, go find it. And it started this entire wave of piracy called the Great Pirate Era. So he is just one of many pirates that are seeking this legendary treasure. Um, Don't ask me what the One Piece is, because to this day, we still don't know. The only thing that we do know is the creator of One Piece himself has said to this day that it's not going to be like the friends we made along the way or the power of friendship or something stupid like that. Um, He said very early in his life, he watched The Wizard of Oz and thought that the moral of the story, that like the cowardly lion and the tin man that's heartless and all of that, having it within them from the very beginning was dumb, and he wanted to tell a story that does have like an actual tangible reward. Anyway, it's his adventures as he sails the world, trying to find this legendary treasure, as he assembles a crew of close friends and confidants, and as they take on the world government, other pirates, um, and at some points, like even entire countries, they like take down corrupt um, country. Political systems. It's such a fascinating show because at one end of the show, you have like a ridiculously dumb slapstick comedy that feels like something out of Looney Tunes. And this is like every episode. And then the next is like this big political conspiracy where a world secret that has been foreshadowed for like hundreds and hundreds of episodes is finally revealed. And Despite that, you still feel like there's so many more questions that still need to be answered. Um, It is quite long, which puts a lot of people off. But for me, that just means that it's always there. So you can just kind of find a good stopping point, watch other things, come back to it when you're feeling it again. I've had many friends that have watched it that way. Um, It also just is a testament to the depth that this series goes to. There are characters that are introduced that you're like, oh, okay, this is just like a little side character, little background character that they'll maybe be in one or two chapters and then we'll never see them again. That he brings back, like, several times throughout the series. And you're like, what the, like, why Why are they here? Why are they relevant again? And he, like, fleshes them out, gives them full identities instead of, like, other anime that tend to, Just kind of make cardboard cutouts to make the world feel more fleshed out without actually fleshing it out. That's all I'll say about One Piece um, for now, anyways. Uh, Next, we're going to move on to my favorite action anime, which is One Piece. I'm kidding. No. (laughs) Uh, I decided. One
1: Piece fits every category, including the romance. It's psychological.
3: (laughs) Romance is actually probably the only one it doesn't fit in. Um, Oda is not. Yeah, Oda's not interested in like romance or will they, won't they, or like beach episodes or that sort. Sorts like fan service or really any. Well, nah, fan service is a separate story. But like romance, he's not really interested Fans in. Um, yeah, like uh, Let's go. Let's go psychological next, and that is going to be uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. It Ooh. is the story. Of a, of a uh, kid. God damn it! Stop doing that. I'm kidding. I don't care. <laughs> um, Dude, it's a story of a thirteen faster, so I can't jump in. <laughs> story of a thirteen year old boy that lives in a like rebuilt Tokyo. There's been like two nearly world ending disasters that have happened in this world, and. They're like these giant aliens that they call angels um, that have attacked the world. And this kid is one of the only kids that can pilot like a giant mecha fighting robot to destroy them. Those are called the Evangelion units. Um, But as he goes on, he has to deal with his uh, trauma, his interpersonal relationships, his daddy issues, um, and like like the pressure. It... It's it's a big trope in not even just, like, anime, but in Western stories as well, like Percy Jackson being the 13-year-old that has to save the world, and Harry Potter being the 13-year-old that has to save the world, and this and that, that, like, Neon Genesis Evangelion really asks the question, should we be putting that much pressure on a fucking kid that like doesn't even really have a moral compass yet like what are what are we doing here um it's beautiful in terms of imagery um i don't recommend it as like a first watch as like a starter anime my god um because some of the imagery is pretty graphic um and it 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 is psychological, uh, especially in the later episodes. It gets really experimental with the points that it's trying to make um, about humanity. And there's also just like a lot of different versions out there. So like trying to figure out which one you're supposed to watch first can be interesting. But um, I do love it, specifically the movie, The End of Evangelion is a movie that um, has a special place in my heart where I simultaneously want, like, wish I could experience, re- like, watching it for the first time, and also never want to watch that movie again. On the same vein. Uh, moving on, we'll go with a show that fits nearly all of these genres, but I'll just call it sci-fi, and that is going to be Cowboy Bebop. Ooh.
4: It is the
3: story of some bounty hunters in space that are really shitty at their jobs. Like, incredibly shitty. That is one of the rules um, that happens no matter what every episode is. They almost always fail to capture their bounties. Um, But you follow this crew as they tackle um, different conspiracies in their own lives. Um, It's Episodic in nature. So when I say that it has everything, I do mean it has everything. It has like a Beatles style mushroom trip episode. It has um, a lot of like conspiracy, mystery kinds of things. There's a few horror episodes. There's a few like really light hearted adventures. Like they um, at one point adopt a dog that is essentially the smartest person on the crew, but isn't capable of human speech, it just still barks like a dog. And it was actually the inspiration for so many shows that are now considered some of the greatest um, cartoons of all time, like Avatar the the Last Airbender, Regular Show, and um, Adventure Time, among others, have all cited Cowboy Bebop as one of their biggest inspirations um, for having that loose, episodic, can-kind-of-go-anywhere structure that still has, like, a through line and a point it's trying to make. Um, That is a gateway anime that I would recommend anyone checking out. Um, It has gotten so many people into that world, and it it really is one of the best out there.
4: I agree. So...
3: Hmm. I guess we will go with... Fantasy, we're going to go with Berserk. Uh, Berserk, I do not recommend. Um, Actually, no, we're not going to go with Berserk um, for a few reasons. One, it's better to read the manga than to watch any of the anime versions. The best version of the anime stops um, at a very, very important part in the story, and it never made it past that. And with Kentaro Moira's art style, you really like the manga is the best way to go for that. So we instead, for fantasy, talk about a newer series called Ranking of Kings, um, which is amazing. Ranking of Kings is the story of this little prince named Boji. He is both deaf and mute, so he mostly speaks in grunts um, and sign and he is supposed to be the next in line for his kingdom but everyone in his family is essentially trying to find ways to screw him out of that and he is literally like just the most wholesome character ever truly actually wants to do a great job at being a king protecting his kingdom caring about the um denizens of his kingdom versus his family who are mostly in it for the power and the status Um, and he befriends a literal like shadow being named Kage which is Japanese for shadow that's like the last of a clan of notorious assassins essentially that tries to help him along his path of becoming a king and it's almost slice of life too but uh, it's it's adorable. I really, really, really do recommend that one. I would even say that that's like a starter anime almost. And I think most of it's been adapted at this point as well.
2: I think so. I don't, I don't know if they're going to make another season after that, like the way they kind of ended it, but...
3: Yeah, if, if if the manga is, then maybe. So we're at four out of seven, I believe. So I will try to make these a little bit faster now. So, we're going to go with magic and we're going to go with Mob Psycho 100 next. Mob Psycho 100, I would recommend as a starter anime as well. It is the story of a kid whose nickname is Mob, um, Shigeo Kageyama. He is an Esper, which means he has like the powers of a psychic basically. So, he can read minds, he can, you know, do things with his mind like telekinesis all of that kind of stuff, mind control, this and that. But he, from a very young age, repressed um, his psychic powers and his emotions as to not hurt anyone, a la Elsa and Frozen. So anytime he gets overly emotional at something, he has an outburst of his powers that kind of affect the world around him based on whatever emotion he's feeling. And it's an amazing story of like personal growth of him trying to learn not only how to control his powers, but to um, feel the emotions that he's supposed to feel as he's growing from like a teenager to a man and like the uh, greater narrative of the world of psychics that try to use him for their own nefarious purposes or Um, threaten his family, and just an insane cast of characters. I think in particular, um, Lightfire and Exotic would love the antics of Dimple, who is a spirit that Mob meets very early on in the series, as well as... Mob's psychic mentor, who is a fraud and not actually a psychic and essentially has Mob do all of the work, uh, Regan Arataka. Next, we're going to go with Mystery. I almost don't want to recommend this one, but I'm going to do it anyways, which is Death Note. Uh, Death Note's a classic (laughs) gateway anime. I will go into why I am recommending it, but also... I'm going to qualify that. Uh, it's story of a insane kid named Light Yagami, who stumbles upon a note notebook one day, that is essentially the notebook that a notebook that gives him the powers of a death god, that essentially just kind of does his bidding. Named Ryuk. Um, the first rule that you learn about it is anybody anybody's name he writes in the book will die. Um, there's more rules and stipulations to it. He has like a limited Influence of how they can die in this and that. Um, Light Yagami decides that he wants to create a world without criminals and wants to make criminals kind of feel justice, or he wants he he wants to reshape the world in his image from some kind of sense of just justice. And it uh, follows detectives trying to figure out who this random mass murderer that's murdering other murderers and drug lords, and this and that is as Light Yagami very quickly gets in over his head trying to cover his tracks, and the uh, corruption that that absolute power of having, you know, the ability of instantaneous death remotely anywhere in the world kind of nets him. Um, I personally would recommend not watching past... Uh, Like a certain episode, I want to say it's like 23 or 24. It's towards the very end of the first season. Like, you can watch the second season if you want to, but it very quickly kind of overstays its welcome. And I personally was unsatisfied and kind of miffed by the ending. I know a lot of people are, but um, I will just qualify it with that, that. After season one, watch at your own risk, because I can't attest to the quality of it. It is a great gateway to uh, mystery and kind of the darker side of anime borderlining on sign-in rather than shonen. Shonen being for the teen demographic and seinen being a lot more explicit graphic and kind of adult like a uh, Berserk that I mentioned earlier. So we're at six out of seven going to do Slice of Life. Uh, we're going to do Lookism, which I believe is a Korean anime rather than a Japanese anime. And it was recently on Netflix. Um, pretty simple premise. It's about a kid who's been bullied all of his life for um, being overweight and ugly. And he wakes up one night um, in a like conventionally attractive, beautiful body. Um, And anytime he goes to bed as one or the other, or gets knocked out unconscious, whatever, he switches between the two. So he kind of gains a new perspective on life as he lives this double life of being a conventionally attractive person that's like super strong and like the coolest guy ever and this and that. And the kid that he's been his whole life, that kind of um, not conventionally attractive, geeky person just learning like valuable life lessons in the process as he lives that double life. Um, cute short sweet. I think there's only like 13 episodes out available at the moment. Um, also really good from Netflix. Slice of Life is a Gretzko. It's about like a panda, red panda I believe, who lives like a normal desk office job and she's a death metal singer by night and it's hysterical.
2: Yeah, it's my daughter loved it. That's like one of her favorite shows. I think they just finished season three or four. I think that's the final season that just came out for that one. Yeah, I think so as well. And then last
3: but certainly not least,
4: we are going to go with comedy. And I guess
3: since I already recommended Cowboy Bebop will go with Space Dandy. Space Dandy is... Well, I'll recommend two. I'll recommend two for comedy. I'm going to recommend Space Dandy. Space Dandy is the creator of Cowboy Bebop taking the piss out of his own series and kind of making a parody of it after Cowboy Bebop influenced so many different things. Um, it's hilarious. There's... Like, it takes the... Whatchamacallit. It takes the episodic structure of Cowboy Bebop to the extremes where they literally like end the universe or like all die at the end of every episode. And the narrator's like, oh, I wonder how they're going to get out of this situation. Find out next week. Then nothing like they never mention it ever uh, at all under any circumstances. It's hilarious. And uh, that one's also a lot more like crude. Like, crude, crass, your typical adult, like, family guy, um, South Park kind of toilet humor. A lot more than, like, Cowboy Bebop would have. Um, similarly, One Punch Man, parodies One Piece, parodies Dragon Ball Z, that sort of battle shonen where it's about having to be the strongest and constantly... You know, the it goes from protecting like a small village to protecting the entire multiverse and this and that. It takes the piss out of that quite a bit. Um, and it really is tremendous work. It, uh, the main character Saitama essentially just like did way too much training before he became a hero. So any villain he ever faces, he completely obliterates with a single punch. And it's about his, uh, quest to find meaning in his life now that he's kind of too good at his job and can't like do anything which they actually like think he's a bad hero like people always take credit for him doing the work instead of him (laughs) yeah (laughs) being able to take credit for his own work so like he's actually considered like a c or d list hero that isn't really good for anything even though he's the one who ends up usually saving the universe and or whatever most of the time it's it's hysterical um i do recommend if it's your first animated to try to get a little bit more um like dragon ball z or this and that under your belt um beforehand i feel like the more shonen you watch before you watch it the more you'll enjoy it um but It'd still be a pretty good starter, anyways. You'd just have to go in knowing that it is through and through a parody of what a lot of mainstream anime is. And that's, I guess, my seven. I have plenty more I could talk about, but I want to pass it to some other people. Hear about Ruby. And also watch One Piece. Okay, someone <laughs> else
2: now. All right, Exotic. Uh, from his list. Pick one that you're going to watch, and maybe, maybe, we'll have a exotic review episode.
0: Can I pick one that I've started watching already and just watch more of? Because, like, bunch <laughs> of them I've started already. Like I, Like, it's not that I don't like anime. I just don't, you know. Well, no, it's not that I don't like it. It's just there's other things I like better.
2: I mean, anime is an art. What don't you like about anime?
0: It's just, I don't, it mean nothing wrong with it. It's just more well, my wife doesn't like it, so I don't watch it. Mm. It's more the main thing.
4: <clears throat> so that means,
0: like, when the kid goes to bed, like, the kid goes to bed, and that's, like, my me time, it's like, I could spend that time watching anime, or I could play Resident Evil 4 VR and not touch Ashley. Now that seems more like it. <laughs> <laughs> i mean however whatever floats your boat on that one but moving forward i've seen but like i have seen like i've seen one punch man i've seen a bit a bit of that before i've watched like five or six episodes yeah what's his power he can kill anything in one hit he trains so hard that he could just kill anything in one hit
2: good job proud of you
0: thank you you're welcome i love i mean i love like, I absolutely love the scene where he's going to get his hero license and it's just blowing everyone away. And it's still a C class hero at the end, as you mentioned. Very funny.
2: Still. And people see him. That's the crazy part. Like, when you saw his little people in the background, they were just like, Yeah, I'm going to give up. They're like, He can't do nothing.
0: And then when he yeah. throws himself through the ceiling because he mm-hmm. was doing the a freaking 100 meter dash and he passes them like four times before the first one even finishes. Very funny.
2: And no one else sees that, which I find that to be extremely hilarious. Yeah. But uh, Lightfire, original, OG, the one of the kind, the one and only. What's your list? All right. Uh, So I put together a list, and it's one of those
1: I don't watch a lot of anime but you'll see pretty much a regular theme in the seven that I've picked. And I really struggled to pick seven because I was like, like, have I even watched seven? Um, so, <laughs> so I have put together, and I'm pretty sure it's the comprehensive list of all the anime i have watched. So you get to call me a basic bitch for most of it, I feel.
0: Let's go. Uggs
1: uh, and sweatpants? <laughs> Pardon?
2: Uggs and sweatpants.
1: <laughs> Uggs and sweatpants of anime um so starting from the top of the list uh so we will start off with adventure uh so for adventure i ended up going with excel world now i'm not sure how many people have actually heard of this one because it's from the same author of sword art online Um, and it's same but different um where instead of having people stuck in a virtual world um it's about these kids who have an augmented reality game that um, has two two components. One is the virtual world component where they can go and like hang out with their superpowers and everything. But then there's also the augmented reality component where they can spend their like currency that they earn to like slow down time, which is really just like think faster in the those kinds of things. But it's about this um, very boring kid, like very, lame, and he's in a completely different art style than the rest of the show. Um, but he looks very dopey. He's Sure, he's fat. Um, but when you enter the Excel world, um, you have an avatar that the game automatically creates for you, and some components of avatars are rarer than others, like your, uh, your character's name, your character's color, um, your character's powers. And This kid lucks out because he ends up getting like the black, um, the black color of them, which is like one of the rarest colors, and he has the only character who can fly, so that gives him a major advantage. And he ends up um, fighting, uh, for this. uh, It's been years since I've watched it, but he ends up fighting for, um, pretty much the hot girl of the school, um. And that she's like the this hidden hidden seventh black sage or whatever um, of the sages that you know they're these you could almost say warlords because they have territory fights and everything and alliances and she's the the mysterious seventh one that you know you hear whispers of and she works in the shadows but you don't see her um, and he ends up you know f- um, working for her and she's the hot girl of the school and so. It's kind of his, you know, growing up, becoming a more self-confident kind of story. Um, it, it was all right. It's uh, short, like 26 episodes or something. Uh, I didn't mind it, but uh, it, it was one of those I watched it over a couple evenings. And, yeah, wasn't terrible. Um, but, again, I, I'm limited on my, uh, my animes that I actually have, so I went with that one for the adventure category. To move on, the next category I had was Action, uh, so this one I decided to fill the gap with Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and um, I was debating yes. if I was like, do I add in Full Metal Alchemist and Brotherhood, and I decided to just go with the one, uh, and Brotherhood is, I think, the common superior one versus uh, the regular Full Metal Alchemist, uh, yeah. I prefer Brotherhood so much more because it maintains its humor. It stays funny. It stays serious. It stays funny. Its story is more comprehensive and cohesive. Whereas, like, I wasn't a huge fan of Rigid of Alchemist* because it ended up becoming very existential, meta kind of, which it just felt really odd. It didn't feel right for the world and how it how that one ended. Whereas I was much happier with the act ending in brotherhood Um I mean, it felt more complete the characters had achieved their goals and it was just I enjoyed brotherhood so much more and I completely forgot because I had one this was the only one that Brendan and I watched together um, but I because it was a rewatch for me but I forgot that the entire like final arc actually takes place in an entire day which is entertaining considering the fact that it's like 12 episodes long but it had <laughs> such Muggles a good and character, uh, good cast of characters. Like it has all the good characters from, from regular Full Metal Alchemist. But then there was like the sister, um, like Alexandra or whatever her name was, the, the
2: white bear of the wall or something. Um, but just. So you know why that was so complete is because the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood follows the anime, I mean the manga compared to the original. Full metal alchemist. Yeah. And that's the reason why you felt like, man, there's something off here. Is because they were just doing their own their own, filler. you know, adaption to it. And I felt like a lot of that's the reason why they redid it with Brotherhood it was because a Yeah, basically. Like you can watch them both and they do have some characters, but if you watch them, they're like two different stories.
4: Yeah.
1: They're they're two very different stories, and Brotherhood is the best of the two, in my opinion
2: no i agree can't disagree with you on that one that's uh, actually one of my tops i won't tell you for which genre but yeah it's, it's one of them
1: nice uh the next one i went to fill uh, i was because i looked and i was like i don't watch any slice of life i don't have any romance psychological or thriller uh so the next one i was able to fill was comedy and i was like okay what do i fill with comedy and so I'm picking one that I haven't actually finished and I've kind of given up on it because it fell into the same issue I had with something like Naruto where it's just it's the same story over and over. How many times can we face existential crisis and just kick it up an extra notch? Um, but I went with Fairy Tale.
2: Ooh, I like that one though. That's like, that's
1: a good one. Yeah, I was torn between putting this in either comedy or, or magic, Um, but I when I was going through my list, I was like, no, the other one that I could fill it with magic, couldn't fill comedy. Uh, so I'm putting Fairy Tale in comedy because yeah, it is a comedy. Um, it's got a. In, I love the soundtrack to Fairy Tale. Be honest, very angry, aggressive bagpiping almost. Um, I do like that it changes its setting pretty much every arc completely. Um, but as I was saying, it runs with the same problem where okay, we have an existential crisis uh, and we complete it. All right, we got back. Everything's been back to normal, and everyone's now in a parallel universe. Alright, let's do it again! And they get back to normal, okay, and we're back here, and goddammit, now they're destroying our base. It's just... It's one crisis after another, and I got something like uh, three or four arcs in, and I was just looking at the massive list on Funimation, and I was like, I I don't think I can commit myself to this for much longer. (laughs) So I ended up stopping at a, at the end of one arc, and I was like, oh, "I'll be happy to call that." I initially started to watch it because another person, that uh, another internet personality that I watch every now and then, um, was actually um, one of the characters. But I never actually got to the point where he started um, acting in the show. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, "I I don't think I can force myself to take it. So if I force myself to go deeper in, I won't like it anymore." So I called it where it was. But it it is fun. Um, it's shallow. Uh, I'll be honest. I really enjoy um, the the female uh, actress or the female character because of her power. The the magical her keys with the um pardon? Lucy. Yeah, Lucy. Lucy but the, the keys and the she has the um the astrological signs.
4: Yeah, I think she's. So I'm like, why don't you
1: summon those more often? She she fights a lot of things by herself and gets beaten up, and then she summons like, okay. Here's like my baby little guy, and then she loses the fight, and it's like you could have brought out like you know Taurus and you know fucked them over
4: with a giant bolt, but no, nope. That's just who she, she is. She tries, she tries at yeah. least. But yeah,
1: fairy tale fills comedy. I went next with fantasy. Uh, there was a couple things I could have fit in here, Um, but when I was building this list, I was like, yeah, I can fill this one in, and I can make the argument for it. Sort out online. It's fantastic. Uh, so yeah. I was like, you can either go sci-fi or fantasy, um, because technically it's a sci-fi, um, reason, but it's a fantasy world. Um, so I was I went with the it as fantasy. Um, I've only seen, uh Sword Art, and then the second arc, which was Alfine. Um, I don't know if they ever actually did more. I know there was a movie at some point, but yeah, I'm a basic. I watch my things in dub? Um, Oh yeah, there was the Gun Gale. I never actually watched Gun Gale. I think I watched the first episode of Gun Gale, um, but it was still sub at the time. And just I'm I'm a basic bitch. I prefer to have dub. I don't mind sub, but I find that I'm spending like I can read fast and I can read the subtitles, but it's I feel like I'm like forcing my eyes to go in between subtitles and the actual show. And just So I prefer to just have either the dub, or if I want to read something, I'm going to read it as a proper book. Um, But either way, I enjoyed Sardar. I didn't mind. It had very creepy, rapey vibes in Alfheim, I'll be honest. I was like, hmm, this is creepy. So there's creepy, rapey vibes, and then incest. That's also a thing. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm pretty sure that was a gripe that uh, anime had with it as well. The, I left my cousin, but we didn't realize that we were cousins at the time until the very end. And then the the girl, the girl who the and the machine who becomes their child, and yeah, there there were some odd things. Um, my only gripe with Sword Art and oh, uh, was that they actually could have spent a lot more time in Sword Art. The idea behind Sword Art was that you had to climb what 999 levels, and they just spent time. Or guys is, at yeah, is 100 levels. Look, okay, either way, but they mm-hmm. spent instead of you know, you could have easily done a whole bunch of mini arcs, um, like mini stories of about you know progressing through this level or something. But it goes like, oh, this episode we're in level one. Oh, this episode we're now in level 23. Oh, this episode we're now in level 36. Oh, this episode we're level 40. <laughs> it's like. There's no stories in between, and he just keeps getting better and better gear. Like you could have spent a lot more time fleshing out this world, fleshing out this character, and then they'd even do the full hundred
2: levels. No. So watching that anime, I like. I don't like Gun Girl. Like if I can skip over that and like completely take it out of my brain, I probably would. Because for me, there's really no, there's no continuation of the story. It's the underworld story that you need to watch. There's two seasons of when he uh, of the underworld series of Sword Art Online. Watch it, and I feel like it transitions and it changes. And there's one season that Kitty is not even the main character, like of that one season, and but he's still in it. It's amazing, and you should watch that one. Underworld, if maybe, you got time, maybe,
1: maybe I'll get my way through. Uh... The rest. I just recalled like I stopped with Gun Gale because I was like this is a sniper gun anime and he's got the sword. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Yeah. And it's just like he and he just he's like, yeah, I guess I'll be you know, the best swordsman But it was just I was like you, you know, character development, no, no no no, I'm the sword guy. I can only do sword.
2: No, that's basically who he his whole body. His whole personality is like that weed guy that everyone knows that does weed. That's him. That's all he does.
1: Except swords. It, <laughs> he does sword. Yeah. yeah, and
2: yeah,
1: he has that's, that's the it. fucking lightsaber, the, the beam sword or whatever they call that's. Yep. Yeah,
2: they didn't want to call it a lightsaber, but yeah, it's basically a lightsaber. Yeah. Uh, to keep moving on, uh, there I went to
1: Supernatural, and this one very much fits its theme. I went with Blue Exorcist. Oh, yes! I love that one! I loved Blue Exorcist, and I was really happy um, for it. it. It It's a short one. It's, like, again, a two-arc series or something. Um, but the main character turns out to be the son of the devil, the son of Satan. Yep. I was really upset that they didn't actually go further with uh, Mephisto. Uh, Mephisto Phallus, because he runs the, like, children for or the school for these... Uh, but were they priests? Uh, they were training exorcist priests?
2: Yep, they were exorcists, yeah.
1: Yeah, and his brother, um, the main character's brother, who's also, you know, the son of Satan, but doesn't know about it, is like one of the best exorcists. Um, but uh, the main character, his his demonic heritage is becoming a little bit more apparent. Um, like he has a tail that he tries to hide for most of the series, and um, he's got horns and he spits out blue fire and everything. And just, he's, he's, he, he has daddy issues with the series. But yeah, yep. I really enjoyed the character of Mephisto. He's both zany as well as like mysterious and brooding. And I was actually uh, excited for that character. Didn't spend a whole lot of time in the show, though, if I'm correct. So I do recall there a was a one, movie, though.
2: There is, but that's one that... that's So they continue it? But it's like one on like every couple of months, you it drops a chapter. They're not, I don't know if they're going to ever bring the anime back, but the chapters are still going. I don't think it's done yet.:
1: Yeah, it was I enjoyed that one uh, the show. Uh, it was quite fun. I recall watching the movie, uh, the movie, which is it's own side story. Um, I think that was it's one of two anime movies I've watched because the other one was a Film and Alchemist Brotherhood movie.
2: He travels in time. He goes back into the past, or something like that, or the real world. I don't even think it was that. I think that was um. I think that
1: was the Full Metal Alchemist movie. But no, there is a Brotherhood movie.
4: Hmm.
1: Uh, it was it was good. I remember enjoying it. Right. But yeah, Blue Exorcist, my supernatural one. Um, I thoroughly enjoy it, and that's one I strongly recommend. Um, it's got an awesome intro as well. Wired, very Mm -hmm.
2: heavy yeah yep it's called wired life yeah I had that song yeah I downloaded that one
1: yeah and uh, there's a there's a lady on um, YouTube uh, Amanda Lee um, her usual name is Emily but she does lots of anime covers and such and yeah she's got one of Blue Exorcist and it's really good Uh, to keep moving on here uh, I went with Magic and I was like okay uh, where do I make this one fit because it's the only one that like I watch on a regular basis. Exotic Minivan knows this one. It's Ruby. Exotic is pretty much of the opinion that Ruby is not anime, but it is a it is an American anime. It's not a it's not a drawn anime for per se. It's definitely 3D animation, but it it's definitely my favorite. Um, and currently we're in volume nine. Um, no, are we in eight? No, Where's nine? nine.
0: Also um, it's not but... magic. Their semblances, totally different.
1: <laughs> there's magic. So, Salem. Along... Salem is very much magic. Ozpin is so very that makes, much magic.
0: So that makes the whole show magic? Uh
1: well there's also the whole uh the maidens, their magic, like actual magic.
0: So cause six people have magic, the whole show is magic.
1: Glenda, goodwitch witch has magic.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: If you watch the latest <laughs> or the latest volume, yeah, you'd be more into the magic. I would, I would know. Yeah. So, Nothing. the thing is that I've actually really enjoyed the latest volume, because it's... The past couple volumes, we have very dark, brooding, um, very serious volumes. Volume 9 has been a very breath of fresh air. Um, it's all taking place in the fairy tale world. And, I mean, the characters are having their issues. They, you, yeah, we need to get back. But... They're having fantastic character development. uh two characters recently in the last video or the le- uh, I guess not the last one, but the second last episode um have recently finally broke it and they finally kissed. ooh and uh
0: oh yeah. God, hold on, hold on, hold on a minute. <laughs> Actually, you keep talking what a uh, what episode? Um, not the one that came out yes, it not the one that came yeah, out my... on Saturday. Is it the two? I think it is, or like uh, probably. <laughs> mm.
1: Yeah, let me bring it up there for a moment. Um, but yeah, like we've had character development. Um, character like Weiss, who's been very bitchy. Um, she's very chill. Uh, it's episode six. Uh, and apparently okay. episode seven is available, so I'm gonna watch that after. Um, okay. but uh, uh, technically it doesn't say that it's a magic one on here, but a fuck it, I will still say it's a magic. Um, but either way, uh, Ruby, favorite, uh, it's had its ups and downs. Um, unfortunately, in more recent years, it had more downs than ups. Um, but it still has its moments that I thoroughly enjoy. One of the things Ruby does fantastic is its fight scenes. The fight scenes are fantastic. And theres you can usually count on them having a couple of like large, awesome fight scenes throughout the series like uh, there's usually gonna be one at the beginning oh my
0: god (laughs) are you fucking kidding me oh give me a break sorry i'm fucking damn it the most energy you had this whole section no it's it's worse without context no well, so I mean, if you're going to ask, the most likely anime I'm going to watch from My list is Ruby. I actually. I that. was
2: going uh-huh. to ask. The that you already beat me to it.
4: so... I need to catch
0: up. I mean, well, now that that happened, I especially need to know what happened. I had no interest till now. I might watch the whole thing tonight. <laughs>
2: For what show? Ruby?
0: Yeah. I've only watched the first episode of Volume 9 because I kind of lost interest. Ah. Uh. I don't know, that's pretty juicy. I might need to hop back on that train.
1: So yeah, Ruby, it, it's, if you're going to start it, it's a very rough start because this is a series that's 10 years old and like there are many episodes in the first season that are like three or four minutes long. You, the entire first season's like an hour and 10 minutes or something. And it's like a full 12 episodes long. Um, And it's very clear that they're still fleshing out What's how do we write? Uh, so like for season one is it's rough. Season two, volume two gets better, um, and I I do honestly say that volume three is kind of like where it picks up and finds its footing, and then it progresses. Volume four was actually a really uh, decently well done. Volume five, um, I don't know if it was volume five or volume six that ends with a giant mech fight, but that volume itself I was, was kind six. of. Eh.
4: Yeah, volume was six amazing. is kind of a.
1: The beginning was uh, uh, good, but it 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 doesn't end well. Um, volume seven is another freaking travel episode or travel volume where nothing all that exciting actually happens. Uh, Not many outfits.
0: Outfits. New outfits. That's it. Pro, pro Cries.
1: Now, the ending a, is super and, amazing. Right, but the most of volume seven is just traveling in a winter wasteland. <laughs>
0: Well, that was mostly six, seven. They were in Atlas, basically. Were the seven
1: whole time. in Atlas? I thought that was mostly for Volume Eight.
0: Nope, Since seven they were in Atlas the whole time too. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Volume Eight did well. Um, volume Eight had the moment of, oh no, he's hot, which was <laughs> it was funny because like we both we both saw it and I was like, oh no, he's hot, <laughs> and Exotic's <laughs> like, oh no, he's hot. <laughs> he
0: he was hot.
1: <laughs> he's I want that body pillow, I'll be honest. <laughs> There's the Get body it. pillow of him. It sure <laughs> it's just so expensive. If you want to know, just look at Ambrosius. Ambrosius is hot. <laughs> um, oh, But Volume 9, no, has been a very much a breath of fresh air. The stakes have been dropped. They exist there, and they, they are very clearly in the background. And Ruby herself is still focused on the stakes and how she's, she feels like a failure. But the Volume 9 itself has been a breath of fresh air. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it's kind of goes back to the right level of wacky that we need to just kind of unwind and such. Because the last few seasons have been insane on their tents.
4: Yeah.
1: Either way, I feel like we should move on from Ruby here. Uh, So, the last one to fill me out here uh, falls under the sci-fi category, and that is Guilty Crown. Uh, I don't know if anyone's actually heard of that one. Uh, But it's a one-season... Sorry, no, it's a one... Well, air quotes, one-season, two-arc. It's like 26 episodes or something. Um, But it's this uh, pretty much high school boy um, who... uh, Oh, it's like one of the first enemies i watched, so I'm really struggling to remember its full premise. But, um, but there was a high school kid um, who um, has this power that he's, uh, I guess, unintentionally become uh, attached to. Um, but they call it like the power of the king or something. And what he's able to do is that he's able to reach into um, pretty much people. Um, people like, out know, yeah pull out weapons uh but not always weapons but they're like manifestations of people's souls um so like his best friend who's like a journalist um he's able to like pull out a camera from and like um do various things with the camera um but the main oh, person scissors, that he scissors, right uh there was another girl who had scissors right but the main uh, like his uh his his girl sweetie the hot girl um he's able to like pull out this giant fuck you sword and he uses that primarily as he's fighting. I want to say initially there was like... He uh, was part of a rebellion movement or something against uh, government agencies. Yep. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. And then the second arc, I feel like there was aliens. There was aliens mm-hmm. in it. And one of the aliens... And that's where I was like, where the hell is this going? Is that one of the aliens apparently like has... or The main alien, I guess, is like his sister. <laughs> Who has like this weird again incest kind of you know love me brother kind of vibe to it either way, I enjoyed it 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 the first arc was so much better than the second man my
4: <laughs>
1: but I did enjoy Guilty Crown and i I do enjoy it. Uh, it may be one that I go back and rewatch uh, but
2: <laughs> I haven't watched that one in a while, but i I remember that, yeah, I do remember that but.
1: Yeah, Arc 1 was great. Arc 2 was like,
2: what the hell is this? There's some anime that, that I honestly probably will be better if it came back and was done again properly, but you know, not everything not everyone gets what they want, I guess. But but you
1: can very clearly see um kind of what my uh, my flavor of anime is, which is very much
4: like fantasy. Mm. No, I get it. I'm not even judging it.
0: Yeah. So, uh, thank you everyone for listening to part one of the Soybean Weeaboo birthday bash. Um, (laughs) Next week, we'll hear uh, Soybean's top seven and then my top seven anime. Um, If you have anything to say about anime or what your favorite anime is or have a topic idea for us, send us an email at Pod. At gmail.com. Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Don't do it anywhere else, though, because that will tell me that you are, in fact, a nerd. And we love you for it. Always. And we're sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Yeah. And with that, I've been your host, Exotic Minivan.
2: I have been not your host, Lightfire53. And I am a damp sandwich, EJ Soybean. I've been
3: this week and next week's topic, and for the first time ever, signing off until part two, uh, this has been Annie May.